Bring it in, everybody. Bring it in. Come on. Nice and close. Bring it in. I know. We could get over that last play. It didn't go our way. Uh, we ran it up the middle and got tackled for a two-yard loss. But um, that's all right. That's all right. We got a new play. It's going to work a lot better. Um, we're going to run it up the middle again. My dear friends, welcome to another episode of the Painting Pictures podcast. I'm Gabriel Roberts, and I'm coming to you from Carmichael, California, once again. I'm happy to be here, doing my best to uh, harmonize with the set of circumstances in which I find myself. A brief, brief rundown of those circumstances... Uh, yeah, I'm eating some good citrus fruits. I am, I made probably the best soup I've ever made in my entire life. It's a butternut squash soup. And, uh, if you want to do it, you're going to need to get an immersion blender. Now, you might think that you don't need an immersion blender, but... If you make one of these soups and you use an immersion blender, you will decide that you definitely need an immersion blender. <laughs> the immersion blender is a blender that you can immerse in a pot of soup. And you can give yourself multiple uh, serious small burns on your skin in a spray pattern um, by not correctly using the immersion blender, and um, and having a very hot, steaming hot pot of soup. <laughs> so be sure to read the instructions and maybe practice in, uh, you know, like a cold uh, bucket of water. Just just get your immersion blender in there and move it around and work it around a little bit and kind of get a feel for it before you dive into a, a hot pot of soup. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, you know, don't do it shirtless, and maybe wear some safety glasses. Anyway, um, my name's Gabriel. I don't know. Do I have do I, do I talk to people as if you've never listened to this podcast before? I, I presume that at some point that is the case. And for some of you, this is your very first time listening to the podcast. And uh, I'll just briefly acknowledge your presence. Hi. How was that? Was that good? I often wonder and think about my uh, interactions, my brief interactions with passersby. Passersby. Passerbys? No, it's passersby. (laughs) The plural of passerby is passersby. (laughs) I often think about how I I, uh, interact with passersby. 
I like that, don't you? Passersby. I like to think about the man that sat there and decided that. Should it be passerbys? No, how about passersby? <laughs> and uh, his associate said, Oh, Dan, you are a devilish fellow, aren't you? Passersby. Where do you come up with these things? Well, so you're walking down the street and you see somebody approaching. And you're going you're gonna to walk right past them. So the first decision, the first thing you have to figure out is, are you going to look them in the eye? And at what point are you going to look them in the eye? Um, now, the easiest thing to do is is to just look at the ground in front of you and, and, and ignore them completely. And that's also the most socially acceptable thing to do. <laughs> Isn't that funny? The most socially acceptable conduct for passing someone on the street is to pretend they do not exist. It's just easier for all of us. All right? Um, you know, let's just keep it simple. There's no need. There's nothing that you need to discuss. You're living your life. They're living their life. Um, you know, let's not, let's not encourage any spontaneous social interaction uh, that might lead to, I don't know, friendship or laughter. Um, or some hot sex, perhaps? No. Let's just... Um, <laughs> let's just completely ignore the other person because that's just easier for everybody. And nobody wants to deal with an awkward hello. That's the last thing people need in their stressful lives these days is to have to walk by some asshole on the street that wants to look them in the eye and say hello. Well, uh, so I, 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 like to, I like to say hello to people, and, um, and I, I, guess, I guess my standard is howdy, howdy, and, uh, and what I sort of do is I, uh, you know, I don't start looking at them right away from, from far, like as soon as I see them, because I don't want to unsettle them, so I, I, I see them, and then, um, and then I just sort of you know, kind of try to practice, like, just being in my own zone, walking forward, looking, like, a little ways in front of me, maybe looking up, and then, like, and then I pick that moment that's not, like, I don't want to, like, look up at them at the last minute right as I pass, right as they pass me by and go, hey, because that could probably scare them. So I try to find that sweet spot where they're getting kind of close, and I, like, sort of slowly raise my gaze towards them, Uh, you know, not in, like, a not in like a, a creepy staring way, um, like sort of in a casual way. Like, like I kind of pretend that I sort of am just noticing them. Like, oh, I'm just like, you know, I'm just a guy. Like, I'm on my walk, like doing my thing. And then like, oh, like I see another person. So I kind of like, oh, I look up and then I go, howdy. Um, and that works, you know, it works pretty well, I, I guess. And people sometimes say hi back. Um... Sometimes I don't, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like saying howdy. Um, the worst is when I don't feel like it and then someone says it to me and, and then, uh, and then it catches me off guard and I say like some weird combination of a hi and howdy. Uh, I think yesterday I might've said how <laughs> to some guy, how, like I just become a, a retard suddenly and I just I, I, I just ha 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 <laughs> and then uh, 
and then walk on and feel silly. I don't know. Is this? Does anyone else struggle with this? I wonder. Is this difficult for anybody else? Um. Well, so yeah. So I'm I'm passing people on the street sometimes. I've been I've been taking lots of walks. Um, because it's the only thing that keeps me sane, folks. Because I'm I'm in suburban Sacramento, and, and let's be real, I'm in suburban Sacramento. I don't have a job. I'm not looking for a job, but um, I, I don't have something that's taking me out of the house every day. Or that, that there's nobody telling me what to do. Uh, there's nothing I have to do. So, uh, there's, and there's all sorts of things that I could do. And so the result is that I have to make a decision about what I'm going to do, and I have to do it. And that requires um, like constant, persistent motivation. And it also requires uh, like constantly facing and confronting the persistent and relentless boredom of suburbia. It is relentless. Uh, it's, it's nonstop. It's just like pouring down upon you like fog every day, endlessly. And the, uh, the only thing you can do is you have to get out of the house, you have to get dressed, you gotta brush your teeth, you gotta get out of the house, you gotta get in your car and you gotta go somewhere. And I've been going down to the park a lot. I've been going down to the park and it is absolutely amazing how fucking foolproof a strategy that is for combating uh, doldrums, depression. I'll say it, depression. I feel it. I don't think I'm suffering from depression. I don't think there's anything wrong in my life. Um, But uh, being in a little isolated house in the middle of fucking suburbia um, without my you know, away from a lot of the people that I love, um, you know, things can get a little weird. Things can get a little bit weird. <laughs> so I'm doing my best, and the walks at the park are are really uh, the ticket, just the absolute ticket. And uh, it's amazing how it will clear your head and. Uh, so that's, that's a, that's a tip for anybody that's feeling stagnant is really, it's really as simple as going and taking a walk in nature. It is just that simple. And it's amazing how, um, how easy it is not to do that. And, uh, and how once you do it, all the things that you're thinking about, suddenly you have perspective on them and you realize that it's not that bad or it's, it's nothing is wrong. And and then, in fact, you get excited about things that you want to do. And that's the key. <laughs> that's the key. You got to have some excitement about what you're doing, right? Um, because otherwise, what, what, are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What is the point of being here and doing things without a sense of, uh, of, of joy or excitement or at least a mild sense of interest? <laughs> Am I right? So, uh, so... So I'm here in suburbia. Um, I've been watching a lot of football. Uh, I sometimes, you know, in boredom, I like to pull out my smartphone and um, and press buttons on it and and receive little bits of of stimulation. Now I don't have many avenues there. I don't I don't usually I don't like Facebook on my phone. Um, I really just go on Facebook to see how many people like my things. 
So uh, if I haven't posted anything, which is most of the time, I really have no reason to go onto Facebook. I do like uh, a little Instagram. I'll get on Instagram. Um, do it just you know cruise on down, drop some hearts on people. Um, and then the other big one, basically, the, oh, I'll go. I have a weather app, so I'll look at the weather and um, <laughs> see how it's see how it's changing. Hope for rain. Always hoping for rain. Uh, let's see what else. I can go to uh, sparetheair.com and see if I'm allowed to uh, burn wood in the fireplace. Uh, check the forecast for the air quality in Sacramento and see if it's below 32 GSM, which means grams per square millimeter. <laughs> No, square meter. I don't know. Why would they use meters? I don't know what GSM means, guys. I'll be honest. I I don't know. I don't know what it means. Um, you, you don't even really know what I'm talking about. So let's just acknowledge that. Let's just acknowledge that we've gotten to this place in the podcast where you don't know what I'm talking about and I don't know what I'm talking about. And we'll just move on from that. So we'll go back to where I'm, you know, I'm on my phone. So then the other big one is I have a Yahoo Sports app on my phone. I open the Yahoo Sports app, and um, it opens the defaults to the NFL because that's the most important thing that's going on in America right now. Uh, it's probably, I mean, it's probably, it's literally, it's like the most, uh, it's the thing that gets them, it's either that or mass shootings that get the most attention in the United States right now. NFL football, mass shootings, then like Donald Trump is maybe third. So, so I, it defaults to the NFL and I see the scores and I see, then I see the preview for this upcoming week. And then I click on teams and then right at the top is the AFC East and there's the bills at six and six and I press on the bills and then it opens their page, which ironically still displays a picture of Fred Jackson, <laughs> who's no longer on the team. Um... That's fun, you know. For those of you on the inside and in the know, you'll know that that's kind of funny. It's like it's still Fred Jackson, you know. Come on. And then, um, and then you scroll down, and what you get then is all of the news that um, is posted that is that relates to the Buffalo Bills football team. And folks, I haven't missed I haven't missed a single uh, article on the Bills in probably a month. <laughs> and that just kind of shows you where I'm at right now which is uh which is i check that multiple times a day just because it gives me that easy breezy feeling of pulling a phone out of my pocket you know sliding it open pressing something pressing another thing doing a little aimless scroll it's just like oh like it's just a little like um a little minor little tunnel to dive down um to escape the relentless monotony of suburban Sacramento. So I got that going for me. Mm, I'm trying to find a day in the next couple weeks where I can do updates on my computer. And I'm probably going to need two days because I've got to update my whole entire operating system on my computer and then the entire operating system on my phone. And then I've got to update a number of applications that go with that. And, um, so I'm looking for a solid, uh, like, two-day stretch that I can devote to just just updates on my computer, 
you know, um, maybe go, you know, go to the library and just sit and let my computer update for like six hours. Um, you know, so that'll be a thankless, a thankless day, but, um, got to do it. Got to stay with it, folks. Um, you got to get those updates. Um, you know, (laughs) it's just, you got to get it. And, 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 and we need to, again, we need to accept that that's a, that's a part of life. Like, that's just how it's always going to be. Um, and if you don't update your technology, it's just going to start fritzing on you and destroy your computer. And then you're just going to have to get a new computer that has the, has the new updates on it already. And um, if you don't have a good internet connection, um, or if you're trying to use files that you recorded with a previous version of some software, uh, you're going to run into trouble. So the best thing to do is just constantly be connected to the internet wirelessly. Uh, 24-7, just have that radiation, that minor low-level radiation, you know, swirling around your home and in your brain constantly, and just stay on the updates, all right? Just stay on it, folks. Don't slack on your updates, and I'm I'm a little behind. Um, I'm excited about OS El Capitan, and I'm really excited to see what, they, what the next one is, because they had, like, you know, they had cats for a while. Right, they had like leopard and then tiger and lion, and now they're going with Yosemite and now El Capitan, which is the big rock in Yosemite. Are there any other landmarks in Yosemite? I don't think so. Certainly none as iconic as El Capitan. They get that real nice, sexy photo of it, all lit up, all special. Um, and and so, what's next for Apple? What's next? Like, what's the next step? Let's just think about it. What other, you know, another famous national park? Is there any park as famous as Yosemite? What if they, what if they just didn't, they thought about it? They probably have it figured out. And there's probably some that I'm not thinking about. But what if it was someone's idea, like, oh, we're going to go with Yosemite and then, and then El Capitan. Um, And what if there are some people that are kind of like freaking out right now because they don't know what is coming next? And they're just going to have to go to something completely different. Like the the cats was really great because there were there's so many different kinds of of like big cool cats. So that gave you like some continuity. Um, I don't know where I don't know where they're going to go now. You know, and they might have to just go to like a completely new place. Um, I've gone to a new place in my. Uh, movie watching and that is the land of the VHS I don't know what VHS stands for but I do know that uh, you can go to your local thrift store and you can find um, some of the best movies ever made and uh, for about 69 cents a pop you can procure titles like Goldeneye Mission Impossible, Pretty Woman, The Karate Kid, um, Catch Me If You Can. Um, these are some of the these are some of the top, the Matrix. <laughs> okay, the Matrix. No big deal. The Matrix, the first best one. Um, you're probably not going to find Star Wars at your local thrift store, but you can order it online. And and I did. I had the box set. You might find Titanic. Now, these are all titles that if you want to watch these movies, 
you can't go there's no video store where you can go rent them um they're not going to be in available at in the red box because red box just has new movies which suck and um they're not going to be available to stream instantly at least certainly not for free you're not going to find the matrix on netflix you're just not going to find it and you know why because the matrix is too good of a movie and the studio knows it and they know that they don't have to give it away for free basically if it's available for free to stream it's probably not that good of a movie so all of us that are watching netflix and thinking that that's a viable source of entertainment we're kind of selling ourselves short because anything that you can watch for free isn't that good. Everybody knows that. Nothing that's free is good except love, <laughs> right? Um, so I bought a VHS player and uh, I bought a cable that connects the VHS player to the back of the television. Um, and, and the only thing I'm missing is the VHS rewinder. The, the mach- separate machine to rewind your VS- VHS tapes because that saves wear and tear on your VHS player. And I also uh, may need to get the uh, VHS cleaner tape, which I'd never heard of, but but uh, I, I understand that you can clean your VHS player using a special uh, tape that, that's like a cleaner tape that you put in and I guess uh, removes some, some gunk. Um, but boy, I'll tell you what, there, um, there were some good movies made back in the day. Uh, I just watched GoldenEye last night and it was far better, far and away better than any Bond movie I've seen recently. Not even close, not even close. Um, the Karate Kid I'd never seen before. And that is one of the best movies ever made. The, the piece of acting done by that kid is so fucking convincing. It's unbelievable. You really, uh, you, you don't see that in new movies. You're not going to see a very, an excellent portrayal of, of high school life. You're just not going to see it. Because the movies aren't interested in portraying reality right now. All they want to do is portray uh, or re- uh, different versions of reality that they want you to either strive for or try to avoid um, or accept as as the truth and reality. Uh, th- there are all these fucking mind games that are playing. Nobody's interested in just portraying the truth anymore. And what you see in a movie like The Karate Kid is, uh, sure, it's a, it's a movie, and so it has a, a, a slightly exaggerated and fantastical um, and sort of archetypical storyline that is played out in a movie you know it has the villain and it has the enemy and it has the hero's quest and stuff like that but that's okay you can have that in the movie and it can still be real and it can still all you need to do is take the time to allow the actors to do some actual acting whereby they take on a character and um and part of the movie is made up solely of showing the character doing everyday things like taking out the trash. Uh, and you don't need, it doesn't have to be anything more than that. You just have some drama that plays out in the movie and then you have a period of time where the character is processing that and acting like someone that's dealing with that. And the result is uh, just a fucking great movie like The Karate Kid. 
So uh, I'm filling up the drawer with VHS tapes. They look really great. The entertainment center we have at the house is obviously built for DVDs, and I can tell by the height of the drawer it's perfect for DVDs. Um, and, and VHSs don't fit standing up, so I have them laying down. And I'm really excited about expanding the VHS collection. And they're just they're just better movies. And I I I think um, God, it's uh, it just shows you how really bad movies are these days. So um, I've got a little uh, I've got a little audio clip um, to play for you. This is uh, something I recorded on my way out to Colorado in October. I've got some brand new floor mats in my car and boy do they feel fine and luxurious. When I purchased this vehicle in 2012, it came with some rubber floor mats that uh, were from a Volvo, I think. They didn't fit perfectly, and the driver's one especially was always a pain in the ass, tending to scoot up forward under the pedals and then gradually disintegrating. falling apart uh, under my feet I would I would lift it out when I would vacuum the car and there would be all these little chunks of brown rubber very hard gray brown rubber chunks skewered spewed across the floor of my car um so 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 large and chunky that I I didn't even want to suck them up with my vacuum cleaner. I'd have to use my fingers to rake them together into a little pile and then kind of pile them out with my hand before I would vacuum up the little bits. Well, gets me to thinking. Um, You know that whole thing they tell you about how plastic takes hundreds of years to break down in a landfill? Well, this rubber was disintegrating in a matter of three years. I'd say by about 50%. There was about 50% of this floor mat left when I finally took its little frayed skeleton out of my car a couple days ago and replaced it with one of these silky, smooth, sweet, carpeted floor mats, which I got incidentally from my mother because she purchased a new car and uh, with it a new set of rubber floor mats and then they just what do you do with the ones you take out well you put them in a bag and you you say oh you know maybe I'll decide one day that I want to have softness under my feet and get rid of the rubber ones but that's not going to happen well it might when the rubber starts disintegrating in five years and then you want to go back to the carpet the point is Maybe rubber... (laughs) Maybe that's all a myth about plastic not disintegrating in landfills. A hundred years, my ass! Took three years uh, in my car. No soil around, no bugs to grub at it. Just 
maybe it was the noxious fumes from my feet that really did the trick. Anyway, some thoughts on recycling. So far, those new floor mats are working out great. Uh, I still get a nice little blast of joy when I get into my car and I, I put my shoes down on them and they don't slide around and they aren't disintegrating under my feet. Uh, I want to tell you guys that I the website, GabeRobertsArt.com, is back up and running. It is humming along. I'm posting things to the blog. I wrote something about a McDonald's ad, a nice scathing piece of prose that uh, has McDonald's quaking in their little red shoes. I'm also um, sharing, hopefully, just more small updates. Like, when I paint a new picture, I'll, I'll... post a photo of just that painting and write a little bit about that painting. So it's getting, it's just more direct. The homepage is now uh, simply the feed, the blog feed with the most recent items at the top. So check it out. You know, I hope to keep it fresh and give you, you know, some fun things when you visit there to check out. It's GabeRobertsArt.com. And there will also be a blog post that accompanies each podcast episode and there you can leave comments about the episode and if there's anything i need to link to i'll put that in the blog post uh my website got hacked it got hacked and it's it's real that happens apparently um i don't know if it was robots like i i still have a hard time believing that there were actual people that were like oh let's fucking attack this site let's use this like i really they're i don't know they're speaking some different language in some different country maybe in some dark like underground room full of hackers and spammers where spammers hang out i don't know or is it like just some weirdo in fucking carmichael down the street from me that is downloading this malware and trying to put it on on other people's sites and steal their passwords or is it like some deep web thing? I don't know. I just like saying deep web. <laughs> I don't really know what it means. But um, <laughs> I still... Or is it just some robot? Some robots or some series of robots that, that randomly throw out spam just to, just to make the internet a little bit more of a shitty place. I don't know. But the truth is that my website did got hacked. My apologies to anybody that visited the site uh, and and got a, a, a banner saying this website has been reported as an attack page. And I'm sorry if that scared you. I'm sorry if you like got scared and uncomfortable and like that if that ruined your day. I'm I'm really sorry. Um, I, I hope nobody got a virus or got malware installed on their computer through my website. But I'm here to tell you today that it's back up and running, and I've got a new password. And again, I'm not telling anybody what the password is okay um all i'm going to say is that has you know it has something to do with thanksgiving but other than that i'm not going to give you any clues and why would i like why am i trying why do i even want to give you clues to how to access the wordpress admin for my site i don't 
Um, I also don't believe for a minute that uh, that anybody that's trying to take me down is going to listen to my podcasts. It's, I mean, that's kind of exciting to think about, but I don't, I don't think that's the case. So anyway, we're back up and running, and um, and I'm just I'm like doing the whole thing again. I'm making podcasts. I'm I've got my website going. I'm I'm putting the energy into it again, folks. I'm putting that juice into it of the whole concept of like the web presence. Okay, um, but it, it also it just feels good. I like having a website. It makes me feel like a more more important person. <laughs> uh. The news, the news, I, like I said on my last podcast, I'm getting married. That's that's still on, <laughs> as far as I know, and um, and I'm 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 tremendously happy about that, and uh, and it it makes being here in in Sacramento um, bearable because I know that it's never going to be like this again. I'm never going to be here in my childhood home. Uh, you know, trying to figure out what, how to be productive each day and, um, and, uh, you know, trying to make things happen because in the future I will have my, my, my beautiful partner by my side. And, um, and that's still, I feel a little strange talking about it, but I feel like now is the time to talk about it because in the future I'm just, I'm going to be married and that's just like, that's just going to be part of me. I'm married. But right now, I'm coming from this whole podcast that I've made where I've been a single guy and I've been, I've been, you know, coming to terms with being single and then, like, and then I met this person and we're fucking getting married. So it's pretty, it's the most exciting time of my life and it's just weird <laughs> to be here in Carmichael where all around me, uh, it looks like it. Nothing is different than when I was 15 years old. Uh, so it's it's an interesting little slice of Reno, and I know it's just a, it's just a couple weeks. So um, I'm I'm trying to make the most of it, and I'm getting my my I'm getting my web presence back up. I'm getting some podcasts out. I'm also getting an Etsy shop going. I've done this before. I, I've I've made little Etsy shop uh, pushes before. Sold things on Etsy. It's pretty fun. For those of you that don't know, Etsy is an online marketplace for handmade uh, goods and vintage goods. And I'm selling paintings there now. The Etsy shop is Etsy, E-T-S-Y dot com slash shop slash Gabe Roberts Art. But if you go to my website, Gabe Roberts Art, and you click on the art page, I have a link there to the Etsy shop. There's a few paintings up there right now uh, that are like 150 and, and up, um, and then there's a, a, a drawing of whiskey bottles. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's a pen and ink drawing of whiskey bottles, and and if you if you like whiskey or, or this is like this is the product this is as gifty as it's gonna get right here, folks. This is as gifty as my shop is gonna get. I've got a drawing of whiskey bottles, and if you know someone that likes whiskey, I guarantee they will fucking love this drawing. And it's in a nice frame that I made, um, and I'll wrap it up all pretty for Christmas. I'm a I'm a killer gift wrapper, I tell you. Uh, that's probably the my number one God-given talent is for gift wrapping, not painting. Okay, 
not playing the piano, um, not making soup, even though I'm telling you that butter not squash soup was phenomenal. Uh, it's gift wrapping. I just have an eye for it. And, um, and if, and it'll just be like the coolest, most unique holiday gift ever. So go to the Etsy shop, check it out and, 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 uh, and don't do it as a favor to me. Okay. If you want to do me a favor, go to the website and click on the support page and just send me money directly through PayPal. And if you've listened to this podcast and you want to donate to support the podcast, that's the way to do it. Um, if you want to, you know, if you believe in art, if you believe in the power of real art uh, and in, in, in promoting it and gifting that, then then go to the go to my Etsy shop and 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 buy something. But but don't don't go and buy a piece of art with the idea of like you're you're you know this great person that's supporting your local art. Don't do it out of pity. Okay, I don't I don't need that. <laughs> I'm not asking you to do that yet. When I get closer to to time to depart for South America and I need more money, then then I will appeal to. Uh, any sentiment that will get you to buy a piece of art from me and I will drastically cut prices like a good little artist should. All right, obviously there's more we could talk about there, but the important thing is, um, is you know, that I'm just using this section of the podcast to promote my shit, which is part of it. That's um, And that's just, that's something that's going to be there. All right, it's going to be there and it's going to be in various degrees of, of elegance and humor but it's probably always going to be there a little bit. Um, uh, but I'm going to try to try to do it from the mindset of like, there are people out there I know <clears throat> that want to support things like this and that are looking for interesting, different, novel things. And maybe this podcast and maybe some of the art that I make uh, can be that for somebody and can bring some spice into your life. Um. If you have any questions, you can send me an email at gaberobertsart at gmail.com. I'm in Sacramento for now until Christmas, and then I am gone, folks. I am, I am preparing uh, to depart the great United States of America and head down to Bolivia. I'm going to be there for at least three months starting in January, participating in an artist residency program, and I'm getting stoked. And I'm uh, going to build a cool new little um, paint box to carry my palette and my paints down there. And I'm going to bust out some freaking Bolivian landscape and cityscape paintings that are going to be badass. And they will be posted on the website. I've decided I'm going to bring my laptop. I'm not going to bring the microphone so the sound quality will not be the same. But I'm going to continue to produce podcasts down there and um, maybe talk to some Bolivians and tell some Bolivia jokes. <laughs> and uh, so I hope you'll come along for the journey. I, ho- I hope you'll, 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 you'll stay on the ride. I hope you'll f- tell your friends about this podcast. Um, and I, I'm so excited um, to, to be embarking on this, this next stretch of life. And I'm so excited to get to share it with you all. Um, thanks for listening. Let me just check the notebook here and see if there's anything I've uh, forgotten. Um, 
I guess I, I I've seen a lot of ads lately because I've been watching a lot of football, and um, and there's some really there's just some really bad ones. Um, and uh, one of the worst ones, <laughs> the dumbest ones, not the dumbest ones, but just a weird kind of thing to think about. You all know about Kaiser, right? It's like a big healthcare company, um, and. And I think it's a little weird that like that uh, there's so much advertising you see for healthcare companies, um, like just that that's something that that's advertised for. And they all they all they're they're all gonna tell you that they're about preventative care, right? Like we believe in you know solving problems before they become you know colon cancer or whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm just slightly uncomfortable with being marketed to by health insurance companies, and I'm, I'm similarly uncomfortable by seeing massive hospitals being built, like the new one in in downtown Sacramento. And and we, if you build it, they will come. Like this is true, and the fact that there's all of this money being invested in not in our health, no, because because. If money were invested in our health, that would mean less money for healthcare companies. So, in fact, it's money that's being invested uh, or it's being bet on our sickness. And it's being bet on the fact that our population is going to continue to get fatter and sicker and that diseases are going to get more prevalent. Um, and that makes me uncomfortable and that makes me not like any advertising by healthcare company. That makes me want to like raise my hand and say, I don't like this at all. I don't like anything about this. This whole thing seems wrong to me. Uh, but Kaiser's got a really nice new ad. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, but the, the ad is something along the lines of, um, of how Kaiser is different. We're different at Kaiser, the ad tells you. Uh, at Kaiser, you know, we believe in uh, preventative care. And, um, and we believe that, you know, just because we're a big healthcare company doesn't mean that you shouldn't have, you know, like a personal connection with your doctor. And we've been doing it differently for years. And so, uh, you know, forgive us for not going with the flow. <laughs> But that's just not who we are here at Kaiser. Oh, what the fuck are you talking about, Kaiser? You're like, if any, if if, any, if you go up to anybody in California and like, hey, can you name a big healthcare company? They'd be like, oh, you mean like Kaiser? You'd be like, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and that's the one that they can name because it's the one, it's the biggest one. It's been one that's been around the longest, and it's like the original um, massive fucking healthcare company. So any anything anything that they do is they're, they're defining what it is to be a massive fucking healthcare company. They're like the opposite of original and different. Um, there's nothing there's nothing like counterculture or different or unconventional 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 about Kaiser. Fucking Kaiser is the most uh, obvious, uh, old school, big fucking healthcare company. <laughs> They're just getting bigger. 
Um, but but that doesn't matter because what's gonna, that's not going to sell. That image doesn't sell. What people want now, what, what sells in America now is the idea of going against the grain. Man, being counterculture. That's what's cool. Like doing things differently. Yeah. Because obviously things are stupid and, and awful and suck right now. And so people, everybody is all about that action about like, let's return. Let's, you know, let's just, yeah, do it a little differently. Like let's have human connections. And and so um, the the people at Kaiser thought, well, let's just, let's just say that's, let's just say that's what we do. Let's just associate ourselves with that sentiment. And it's as simple as that doesn't require uh you know doing anything differently no we're going to continue to do things the same way and exactly the same way but let's just make this spend a couple million dollars on an ad campaign that tells everybody that we're the company that does things differently and that's all we, we don't have to go into specifics we don't need to give specific examples um we just need to tell people that's what we're doing like and give them that concept of that image and it's going to it's going to do great things for us and people are going to look at that ad and they're going to smile and nod and be like oh cool kaiser like they're kind of different fucking a how stupid how fucking stupid do they think we are um pretty stupid that's the answer pretty stupid folks it's been a a blast uh recording another podcast um i want to leave you with a song this is by gabriel louise uh a colorado-based singer-songwriter um beautiful beautiful person a dear friend of mine and uh an incredible fucking incredible musician and and i and she finally i've been pestering her and she finally sent me an album and now i'm going to share with you one of these songs and hallelujah getting to close the podcast with a, a beautiful song this is from her album the bird in my chest and the song is called colors thanks for listening everybody until next time adios <laughs>